0: Just a little warning. We're about to talk about some heavy stuff. The lives of Facebook's content moderators. The
1: company has agreed to a $52 million settlement to workers at the company who had PTSD or other mental health issues. Now, some people might not even uh, know that they exist, but there are people that uh, go through Facebook and monitor the content Mm -hmm. so that it is
0: suitable for everyone. I mean, it must be a tough job because there's a lot of stuff on there that is not appropriate. Well, we saw it, and I guess it really came to light, the Facebook moderator, didn't it, when there was that shooting in the mosque in New New Zealand? Zealand, Because everyone's saying, how did it get on there? And they said, we have teams who can pull it down, but so much stuff goes up so quickly, it can only happen in a certain amount of time.
1: Yeah, and you would have um, seen in some documentaries the people that do it, how much it has affected them, because you can imagine they're trying to stop the content from other people seeing it because it is so damaging and Mm. so hurtful and so disgusting. So... To speak to someone who has done the job before, Sean Spiegel, morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on today. How long did you monitor content on Facebook?
2: I monitored content uh, through Facebook for about two years.
1: And did you get a a certain, it's so awful to say, but I guess there's so many different categories, and did you you get one particular?
2: I actually specialised in what was called the Graphic Violence Hate Speech Decision. Oh, God. So... The way that it works that way is there are general queue moderators that will get usual just general stuff such as memes text uh instant messages or just regular posts and then after that you get branched out to these specific policy um, tables and the way that you do that is if you show exemplary detail regarding those policies uh, so just in my experience i work primarily with graphic violence and hate speech And going through that, deciding the content that stays on and off, it really depends more on the policies, along with a combination of the world events that are going on.
0: Can it change day-to-day? So one thing that might be um, okay on Monday... And then just say there's something like um, the Black Lives Matter protests or something happens, then the content changes the day after?
2: Yes, policies actually do change by the day. In fact, every single morning going into the office, we would sit down and have at least 30 minutes to an hour PowerPoint presentations regarding the changes that were made overnight. A lot of it had to do with stuff that Facebook itself was debating on, and a lot of it, had to deal with the current events going on.
0: Right. So, so Facebook, essentially, they would tell you to moderate content that also pushed their political agenda.
2: Regarding political agenda, I'm not going to be putting uh, words into their mouth with Facebook, obviously, mm-hmm. but Facebook definitely had an agenda when it came to the type of hate speech regarding Uh, There were many rules and loopholes that were easily abused to allow specific content to stay on. And the fact of the matter is that there were moderators and employees that were on one political spectrum or the other and were actioning content Regardless of if it was supposed to be on there or not. Right now, you saw you were the violence and the, the hate speech. You've seen some terrible, terrible things, uh, like cruelty to animals, horrible cruelty to the animals. From what I'm reading here and cannibalism videos. How? What does that do to you? It's not a pretty sight over a long period of time. I understand that there are, in fact, from my interview with The Verge. There were a lot of people that emailed and texted me and called me afterwards telling me that they would actually be interested in that type of job because they just spend all day looking at those horrible sites and watching graphic content, almost in like a sociopathic sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, But what it does to a normal person that's empathetic about their fellow man and other living creatures is when you watch this, it really degrades your soul down and it really just burns you out like very quickly a perfect example would be i had a friend that, that was on the same desk as i was his name was riley and he saw a very terrible video of uh, Boko haram and they kidnapped some people from villages and would actually eat them and then they would post them on their propaganda um facebook and instagram pages and after that riley he threw up all over the bathroom, and then for the following month, he was just like a zombie at his desk. Mm. Uh, eventually, him and his wife moved uh, back to their regular home out of state because he just couldn't handle it anymore.
1: It's so hard to even contemplate because when we just watch Facebook, it's just, a, I guess, a happier version of the yeah. true d- disgusting cruelty, I guess, that's out there in the world. <laughs> Has it changed your perspective, I guess, since doing this job of what is actually out there?
2: Yes. Yes, it has changed my perspective because a lot of of what you see on a normal Facebook is heavily filtered. It depends on who you're friends with, who you're following with. The same can easily be said for other social media sites such as um, Instagram, Twitter, but when you're behind the scenes you're getting specifically all the content that nobody else sees but also you have this kind of negative feeling when you realize that a lot of this bad content can actually stay up due to facebook's policies Mm -hmm. and going forward when i originally took that job i thought i was going to be helping the people and the animals like even if they were already passed away for years, at least take their final moments off social media so it's not degraded any further. You know, we were kind of told that we would be the police of Facebook, Instagram. We would be policing it, enforcing these rules and helping bring these people to justice that were doing these horrific things to animals and children.
0: At the heart of it, a lot of people blame Facebook as the evil platform, but really it's the humans that are on Facebook who who are uploading this content and who are really at fault.
2: Yes, it is the people that make the content, obviously. It's just Facebook that hosts the content. And we can obviously get into more of a policy debate on whether Facebook should be responsible for hosting that content or not. Mm. But the bottom line is it is the human ingenuity that's creating this horrific content. And in my case... Uh, A lot of the content that was being created was being auctioned off in private Facebook groups and actually having money exchanged for graphic videos and pictures that were homemade to suit people's needs. And this was all being done throughout Facebook's pay system.
1: Did you ever send things to the police? When you're seeing that content, I guess you want to try and be doing good as well, Sean. Like, what's the process there?
2: Yes, so... We were not only actioning on content, we would also write reports depending on what type of content we were seeing. Uh, primarily what I was doing on my desk was uh, searching for content that took place in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And we would see if we could actually identify where those people are, who they are, go through public records, basically just identify who this is and bring those. Uh, reports that we created to the local authorities uh, even an occasional case of the FBI and I'm just gonna be completely honest a lot of the times Facebook kind of stonewalled us telling us that the content that we had found would be bad for publicity sakes and they would say that their internal teams would take care of it but then that same person that's creating this horrific video their that video is still online Mm. And also, they're still creating more videos and making a profit from it. Wow. I guess the other thing I find almost baffling is with the amount of posts that go up in like a second, like there's millions a second, how much of the stuff gets missed that shouldn't be going up? A lot of it gets missed. An incredible amount gets missed, actually. In fact, from working there... I had basically two separate people telling me two separate things. I had uh, my team leader who was telling me that I needed to action content faster and get like a quota of around at least 500 pieces of content a day. Mm -hmm. And then I had other people that were working specifically on my desk with me and they were also from the policy division and they were telling me go as slow as you need to. You need to find out all the fine details to identify these individuals and properly work with it. And you're getting these two conflicting orders. And Mm -hmm. basically, you can't really make everybody happy, which creates a lot of turmoil, especially when it comes to the situations with Facebook and social media in the United States today.
1: Do you have Facebook still?
2: I do not. I have deleted all of my social media accounts after my time there.
1: Yeah, it would be hard for you. I understand that.
0: How did it work moderating? Because I know when I post something uh, to Facebook or Instagram or whatever, it goes up pretty much instantly. Do you only moderate the things that people have reported to you? So is it up to the community on Facebook to say, this is bad content, report it, then it goes to a moderator?
2: No. In fact, it's kind of a 50-50. So especially A lot of the content that is specifically um, reported on by another human being, that for the most part goes into the general queue, which I don't have much uh, to go on there, but... A lot of the content I dealt with was actually going through an automated system that would scan for graphic violence in videos and uh, pictures. Mm. Okay. And it was very flunky at the time. In fact, uh, before I left, we were working on an AI that would try to identify sexually suggestive content. I really wish that AI was being used for better purposes. Mm. Because we were only using it to identify like a woman wearing a swimsuit Mm. or Mm. identify a cleavage as in the indentation between the breasts. Where the AI should have been used for more hard to handle content, especially in the graphic violence division, maybe even sexual exploitation and child pornography. But unfortunately, it was just used for this benign reason.
0: How much do you get paid to do this sort of work? I, I imagine you're compensated quite highly with money, considering the, um, the damage that a job like this could cause.
2: Uh, contrary to popular belief, <laughs> it was not too well of a paying job. I made just about $30,000 a year. Uh, the reason that I really stuck with that job, regardless of the pay, was because I came to the mindset of, hey, this... Facebook, I want to climb that corporate ladder. This is going to take me somewhere. Mm -hmm. So that was my mindset going with that small pay.
0: Well, um, we really appreciate your time this morning. Uh, It's, you know, we hear about Facebook moderators and you think, you know, how many people are actually out there doing it and what's the process. So Sean Spiegel, you used to uh, be a former Facebook moderator. We appreciate you coming on this morning and um, sharing your, your story with us.
2: Thank you very much for your time.